Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome along. La Liga is back. So welcome to Rudiger, Chuamelli, Alex Tellez, Marcel, and one or more of Christensen, Kestier, Rafinha, Kunde, and the great Robert Lewandowski. Now, obviously, strikers who come from the Bundesliga never, ever score again, especially over in the ultra-competitive Premier League. Uh, yes, La Liga is back. Europe's most <laughs> open league in terms of points being shared from teams from 1 to 20. The question is... Can we have a title race? That depends in part on who actually manages to take the field from this weekend. As we all know, La Liga's FFP regulations have brought order and sense to Spanish football at last, or they will have as soon as Barca have reached a cordial agreement with Frankie de Jong or sent him to prison. Uh, they've registered Lewandowski's left foot, but they can't use his right foot at the start of the season until they've sold Braithwaite to themselves for 600 million euros. And Sergio Roberto has agreed to pay Jules Cunday's wages. <laughs> Mesque Un Club, which, as those of you who speak Catalan know, translates into English as nobody likes us and we don't care. <laughs> we say farewell to Bale, Marcelo, Coutinho, and Suarez. Welcome back to Almeria, Valladolid, Girona, Samu Castillejo, Pepe Reina, and Alvaro Morata, who will definitely spend the whole season at Atletico Madrid or Chelsea or you. Uh, a few new, a few faces have moved on as well, and a few have just moved around. Isco, Morales, Bryce Mendes. We'll have a good look at who's done what with whom. A lot of old faces are going nowhere. Uh, Benzema, Modric, Kroos, Casemiro added yet another trophy to Real Madrid's cabinet last night in the European Super Cup. Terry Gibson has signed on for another season, although if he wants a share of the Patreon money, I'm going to boo him until he agrees not to take any and goes off in shame. At which point I'll call him a legend. Uh, if you want to be a Patreon, it's patreon.com slash LTEL. Now, Terry, we need, we need people's predictions. We've got, I've got some, so yes. we need more. So I, on Twitter, or you can do it on Patreon. So Twitter, it's uh, at Driscoll FC, at Terry Gibson 88, um, or at La Liga underscore weekly. And then, or you can become a Patreon and just send us a message. So we've had quite a few in. Um, mm. Without ruining it, it there, there's there is some faith in Barcelona. We will get to Barcelona first, I think, because it's the it's, it's dominated <laughs> the transfer talk everywhere, hasn't it? Barcelona's summer. Uh, I think Real Madrid a solid lead, I would say, with Barcelona second. And of all the teams, most solid prediction that comes up all the time, Atleti being third, I think, is the most common recurring one so we'll have a, a quick look at where people have gone with those um they have been remarkably accurate in recent seasons when i've compiled them all together which could be because everyone knows what they're talking about it could be that what's happened with the ffp it's sort of rather locked people into their little groups down la liga and no one can quite escape from it right then so escaping from situations terry uh, well, uh, let's. We haven't been on for a while. How, uh, was good holiday, good summer. Have you? Uh, yes. Yeah, good break and looking yep. forward to it. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. 
Starts um, again this weekend. Well, starts again Friday night, doesn't it? With, yeah. We start off yeah. with a curious kind of run of... Um, it's it's about getting the, the games on at cooler times of the yes. day, which is understandably, yeah. but it is yeah. flaming hot. I mean, it's hot in England, and yeah. it's... Yeah. I, I, I flew through Madrid the other day. Oh, my good my word, it was hot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I can understand why they're trying to avoid playing football at the peak times of the day. But there we are. So let's get down to business, shall we? So um, do you have an idea who's going to win the league or are you waiting? <laughs> no. no, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's uh, looking at most of the predictions. The safe bet prediction would be Real Madrid, wouldn't it? Because yeah. everything in the garden is rosy. I keep repeating that. They've won the La Liga, they've won the Champions League, another trophy last night, and they did it without doing it in real style. I think it was a mismatch, to be honest, between the winners of the Champions League, winners of the Europa League. It was a big gap. They had some awkward moments early on. I thought Antrek Frankfurt had one or two chances, could have, but didn't take them. Courtois made some decent saves, but it was a comfortable victory in the end, one that I always assumed would be the case. And that, therefore, if you look at Barcelona and Atletico Madrid, there's too many grey areas, isn't there? So you look at Real Madrid and you think, but they've got the same group. They've added to the group with Rüdiger and Schirmany. Good signings. And why would you bet against them? That's currently how I feel at the moment. The debate then would be another year in the tank of certain players at Real Madrid. We don't know. That's, that's to be proven during the season. My guess is probably yes but you just never know. Um, but when you look at Barcelona and you look at, at, at two different rings, Barcelona were just, I mean, we spoke about it during the summer. I like the fact, and I'll, I'll repeat that, that the current board are doing something rather than just meandering through and sensibly <laughs> trying to recover the situation. I like the fact they've been proactive, ambitious, 80,000 last week for the friendly. Mm in, the, in the, the pre-season friendly against Danny Alves' new team, they wouldn't have got that if they carried on with the squad that they had last season or with Ronald Koeman as manager. I went to the Granada game last season. There was 20,000 there. It was COVID-restricted, but they still could have had 50 or 60,000. There was 20,000 there on a Monday night. It was the a turning point of the season. <clears throat> Luke de Jong had to come on. PK went up front. Araujo went up front. They scrambled a 1-1 draw. And it, for a Barcelona fan, fan, that must have been thoroughly depressing. An empty stadium, a team that was struggling for its life, young players that were never going to be a long-term future of Barcelona were playing, coming off the bench. And so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the fact for La Liga that Barcelona are being proactive, Laporta. Now, I would argue, and I think most people agree, maybe they've been a little bit proactive. And it, it just seems to be, at the moment, this the signing of players has been good. The players they've signed, I it's hard to complain about the the quality. Is do they need those positions? And the biggest failing of Barcelona is they can't sell a player. They yeah. can't move a player on. I mean, I'm looking at their incomings this year. It's, it's Coutinho. That's it. 18 million to Villa. That is the only money they've received. Trincao is going to loan. There'll be a small loan fee. Neto has gone on a free to Bournemouth. Ricky Pouge has gone on a free to one of the LA teams. Mingueza has gone on a free to Celta Vigo and Longley has gone to Spurs on loan. It's 18 million income. And yes, I know they've raised money, but you, you can only have so many players at your disposal. And, and the Kunde coming in, they've already got Christensen and Piquet and Eric Garcia and Araujo. That's a 
the centre half's issue is 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 too many. Um, the attacking players, there are clearly too many players. You forget you joked about Brathwaite, Memphis Depay is another one. It's, uh, they're talking about Bamiang leaving now, and they're saying they don't want Bamiang and Memphis Depay to leave. Uh, but no one's mentioned that Brathwaite is still there. You got Fatius. Hopefully, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're they're hoping that he's going to be injury free this season. Um, Dembele could play up front, so I, I wouldn't see the problem if Barcelona, in these circumstances, were to lose Aubameyang and Memphis. Um, but it seems they don't want to lose both; they want to keep one. But you can only keep so many players. It, it's so that the planning of buying the positions, Rafinha, I think, is a really good player. Did they need him? I don't, I don't know. He may be the one of the first choice players. His form has been that good. But they it's very clear him. they didn't need him, did they? He's good, no. but they didn't need him. And he was their most expensive signing. So mm. it's the, the, the planning is it's too frantic. They're trying to do stuff, which I'm glad they're trying to do. But in terms of La Liga and its prospects and, and you know, the, 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 the publicity that comes around Barcelona being good is much healthier for La Liga around the world. Um, but I, I do feel that they've, they've, they're just scrambling around and, and they, they, I don't think they're finished yet. Talking about Bernardo Silva <laughs> yeah. and Marcus Alonso. So um, I, I, I saw someone say, as it, it's, it's like uh, you, you've got a mate who owes you some money and he said, oh, I'm really struggling at the moment. And, and then you see on his Instagram, he's been out all weekend and yeah. he's been here and there and everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And he said, that's like Barcelona. Now, <clears throat> does it matter? Am I about to make an old man's sentimental point here? The whole more than a club thing. Um, a lot of the support, the worldwide support Barcelona has, is on that notion of more than a club. This could not be less than that, could it? No. Using no. all sorts of financial um, you know, tomfoolery, you know, devices here and there, selling them. You know, it turns out they'd sold themselves some of their future TV revenue. <laughs> <or> anything? <laughs> what? What's going on here? Um, all of the stuff, I guess it goes, but, you know, but it goes on in the world, you know, goes, you know, banks do it, hedge funds do it, why can't a football club do it? Does it matter that Barcelona are doing that? Is it silly to hold on to some kind of Cruyffian notion of this pure Barcelona bringing kids through La Masia and all of that? Are they just a super club who needs super players at whatever cost? Yeah, I think the world has changed, John, I have to be mm-hmm. honest. And I think we all admired what Barcelona used to do no sponsor on the kit and stuff like that. But that was pre-PSG, Man City, Chelsea, where, you know, there's other clubs around the world, around Europe, that, that are financially just too strong for oh, the, a club the, the England. to be like that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. England and PSG, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that, that meant that Barcelona just couldn't compete in that manner anymore. Mm. Now, they, they did have it off when they had the Peps team and you had the, the players from La Masia, which made up the, the bulk of the team. But those days are, they're few and far between, aren't they? And Manchester United had it back in the, the 90s with their young players coming through together with the right manager. So it, it is hard. Now, we can be critical and bemoan the fact that they've wasted hundreds of millions in the yeah, last yeah. decade. Yeah, transfers. In, in bad buys, hundreds of millions, and it also in terms of their inability to sell properly, as you say. Yeah, not only can they not sell when I they forgot, do sell. Oh, centre halves, Umtiti still there. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to put him in that list of centre backs. Or the extraordinary do story something. of Mark Kukurea, 
who Barcelona had, um, let him go for next to nothing to Hitafe. You then sold him to Brighton, who sell him to Manchester City for what, 64 million yeah. pounds? Which is just, just sort of extraordinary, isn't it? And yet Barcelona yeah. can't sell anyone properly. No, I mean, the, the Cucurea one is great indication, isn't it, of the difference in the, the transfer market, something that's frustrated me over the years and, and still will do to the day I stopped watching Spanish football and the day that most listeners and viewers on the podcast will have recognised that Cucurea was, was a decent player. I thought actually when he went to Brighton at 15 million, they'd overpaid, but I think that was a little tax because it's a Premier League club. I don't think another club in Spain would have been able to afford the 15 million. So there was a premium for a Premier League club coming in, even though it was one of the smaller ones in Brighton. I had spoke to clubs in the past who thought he was too small. And then what annoys me is, why didn't Chelsea buy him for 15 million from Tafo? With, With all these Premier League clubs, and I speak to a lot of them, they have got people coming out of the woodwork in every department. Sorry, so that again, they've got, could you drop that? They've got what coming out of the woodwork? People that do the analytics right, on yeah. all the leagues, on all the players, and they base their theories on that. They barely watch a game of football. It's just all on computer. It drives me up the bloody wall. And they miss that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he's in the Premier League, a year later, not just Chelsea and that, that I complain about, it happens all the time. Why didn't Chelsea, if they've got all these analysis stuff going on, why didn't they buy me a year ago for 15 million? From, for 40 odd, what is it, nearly 50 million quid to have, a, to have a look at him for one year at Brighton? Exactly. And and we all knew that he was good at Eibar. We knew he was good at Hatafe. And I thought he would slot in seamlessly in English football. He's done that. And a year later, popular at Brighton, had a fantastic season. But he was only playing the same level that he was playing before. Yeah. He didn't jump up a level. No. We was, the way we, he was playing for Brighton, we saw him playing for Hatafe and Abar. Um, and going back to Abar, I remember him being outstanding against Real Madrid. I think Abar won three or four, one against Real Madrid. And he was superb in that game. That's before he went to Hatafe. So when you look at the market in, in, in Spain, and we've got a list of players. I mean, I've compiled a list of what I feel are good signings, good value signings, that that just it, they just don't happen in the Premier League. So for Barcelona to have carried on with this more more than a club and compete with the Premier League clubs and PSG, it was almost impossible. Now we can say they've taken it; they've gone from one extreme to the other. There's been no sort of intermittent period in the middle where it's been a gradual change. I think there was a gradual change with the sponsors on the shirts and stuff like that. But they couldn't refuse that. If they want to compete, they couldn't refuse that. But now we're seeing it, you know, there are allegations of corruption against Frankie de Jong because he won't leave. I, I find it, I, I just find it ludicrous that a player is owed 17 million from past wages. Just the sheer total. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. 
yeah. mean, we, we talk about it, quite flippant the world of football, millions and millions of pounds. And it, it, it's it, in the world of football, it, it's throwaway money. So Frankie de Jong is, it's not on future earnings. This is what they owe him from the past. So that sheer sum, I, I can't get my head around. You know, that a player is playing football that is, is now possibly, probably going to leave a club. And they owe him £17 million in backdated wages. I get it when a player leaves, say, let's use this example. If Frankie de Jong had £50 million left on his contract, was going to go to Man United for less money, I get that he could say to Barcelona, well, I've got two or three years left on my contract, pay me a certain amount and I'll go. And then Man United will make up the rest and stuff like that. But this is different in the fact that it's money they should have already paid him. So the money they've paid him, and there's still 17, he's still 17 million short, which I, I, he hasn't been there that long. So we're yeah. talking like 17 million that, that he's owed. He's probably been paid. I don't know what. Hmm. It just, so the world of the, the money world that we live in, in the world of football with the Premier League clubs and PSG, um, is, is just. What do you think of the, the fact that Barcelona can be that, that type uh, of club anymore? What do you make of the treatment of Brathwaite? The, boo- the boo- um, booing of him when they were, you know, presented to the crowd and and, and all of that. Yeah, the, 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 the supports. I mean, it, it's it's hard. From Brathwaite's position, he's had the opportunity to play for Barcelona, which was a real surprise. It happened in a period of, it was an emergency period, wasn't it, where he signed for Barcelona. Straight away when they gave him a four-year contract, I'm thinking, what are they thinking? You know, why didn't they get a player on loan? <laughs> to do that, you know, why did they have to go and give Leganes, I think it was 20 million for him and give him a four-year contract that just smacked of desperation so you can't blame him what I would say from Brathwaite's position is why, why, there must be a deal there to be done from him and Barcelona but a lot of players now they would rather stay at a club where they're not going to play they're not going to be appreciated they like the status of playing for a big club even if they don't play and the money is better than they'll get anywhere else. So Considerably the, the, in this the, case, yeah. Yeah, the, the days of expecting a player to walk away from loads of money at, at Barcelona to go and play for Hatafe, you know, via the lead. Because it's not going to happen. Where would he... The, the, the main trouble with him is the level he'd go to. Because someone like Depay... I mean, Aubameyang, Chelsea are interested in. He, he's yeah. got no problem finding a, a good level of club. Yeah. Uh, Depay would still find a you know, good club somewhere, wouldn't he? Yes. You know, some yeah. Champions League kind of level. Juventus are interested. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's yeah, that's but, the level. But obviously, Barca seem unable to sell anybody to anybody. But uh, Brathwaite, I don't know where would he be going? Mid table. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Be a decent signing for Espanyol, someone like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, Osasuna, but they don't need him. I think they've probably got better already. Yeah, that's so telling, it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it would be. So they're not going to pay the wages of Barcelona. So, yeah. So, it's, so mate, when it comes to prediction time, quite a few people have said, you know, the Barcelona fans. Let's go as well. We'll get to we them should, in a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to them in a bit. But are you confident that Xavi is an inexperienced manager? It's a bit of a chaotic situation, isn't it? Uh, are you confident he's? Um, are you confident he's in a position to manage this and take on almost the opposite, which is the most experienced manager around, Ancelotti, with a fairly settled squad? I don't very, know. Very settled. Right. Know. right. Yeah. Okay. That's know. the. I mean, that's the question Chubby's, for the season, isn't it? Well, we're, we're Thursday now, aren't we? Yeah. 
what day do Barcelona play? Monday, is it? Or so, I don't know. No, um, hang on, I've, I do have them all. So uh, is their, their training today? S- Saturday evening against Rio. Right, so Thursday, I, Thursday and tomorrow, they'll be training with a, an, a, any manager with a, an 11 in mind. So they would be training as an 11. I have no idea. He must have no idea who he can play at the weekend. Mm. Who, so how does any manager of any level with any experience cope with that? There can't be any preparation because you could be wasting your time. He could be starting off with at the back and midfield and up front and half of that team had still not registered. So I don't know. I've never known anything like this. Every manager with talked about in any league in the world will know what 11 they're going to be playing 48 hours before the first game of the season and yet Chabby is in the position where he probably has to stake an in goal that's probably there's, and he knows he can play Gavi and Pedri and Busquets and the, the usual ones but out the new players and the re-signed Dembele and Sergio Roberto he doesn't know at the moment whether he can use them. So do you build a team for the start of the season and not include the players who on 48 hours before kickoff are not registered? Probably you'd have to. Why not that they re-signed Sergio Roberto in the midst of I, all of this? Well, I think it's I think there's a there's a deal with an extra year on his contract with the same money. I think that's what's it's so right, okay. It spreads out, it's like a payment plan, which we saw they were going to try and do with Messi. So Sergio Roberto has got another year on his contract, but it's probably less money and the same money spread over an extra year now. Okay, right. Um, which I think some of the other players have done in the, in the past year or so. Yeah, but they're going to um, play. So. P- well, PK is like that, isn't he? Yeah. PK's owed money. I think he took a drop, but got an extra period of time in his contract. And I think that's why Frankie de Jong is owed the money. So it is so, so untidy. As I said, I'm glad they're doing something, but it could have been a little bit more calmer and maybe one or two of these big signings. And, make, you know, the free transfer ones, Kessie and Christensen, are decent signings on free transfers. They managed to get Dembele to sign on again. That's a boost. Um, but <laughs> it's just, I, I think the one, that, I think you're right, the one that, that looks odd is Rafinha. Although, yeah. I'm, I'm, he's really good terrific player um, yeah I get it couldn't they, but, they yeah. needed couldn't they but, yeah uh, could they have done without him in these circumstances possibly to be yeah. honest yeah could they have squeezed another year out of PK with Araujo would be my choice um, Christensen's coming in on free did you need Christensen if you were always going to go and get Kunde that's the type of planning I'm talking about that's that's uh, doesn't appear to, to be in place. Yeah, yeah. It, so just, it gives us, when we're trying to predict who's going to win the league, yeah. that makes it impossible to know but how pl- Barcelona are going to be. We don't know. But please do, everybody. Send them in to us. If, so. if, they're, all, if they're all signed <laughs> yeah. and they get it all through, then they are genuine contenders, not only in the league, but in the Champions League. Again. Yeah. When you bring that quality in, and if they can tidy things up in terms of the squad numbers, and Chavi can get a, a settled team as opposed to do, do I play this week? Aubameyang, Lewandowski, Fatty, Dembele, Rafinha. If he can get a settled squad, then that group of players, the young players like Pedri and Gavin and Raul Home, people like that, that they, uh, yeah, they, 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 you know, 
Champions yeah. League contenders again. Yeah. So that's a yeah. massive turnaround in a year or so yeah. where they didn't get out of their group and flopped in the Europa League and spent half a and, season languishing in mid-table in La Liga. But and that's, is that's the jump too quick? the essence of the gamble, isn't it? That's Because if they win the Champions League this season, then all of those gambles, all of those mortgages they've taken out on the future well-being yeah. of the club, suddenly there's a lot more money going in, isn't there? And the, those TV rights are worth more money. So if you're giving some of them away to these finance companies, you still end up with a good yeah. amount. That's the gamble, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You're right, we need to talk about Atleti. Uh, so by, I mean, by stark contrast, isn't it? When you look at Barcelona's summer, we're still we're sort of looking at Atleti and thinking, right, go on then. What's, what what yeah. are you doing? And, and, you know, and when are you doing it? So Suarez is gone. Uh, going back to, to Uruguay, Morata, I, I joke, but I, I, we think he's an <laughs> athletic player again at the moment. Spin, yeah. spin the Morata wheel and see which, which of his clubs he ends up at at any given season. Um, the, the, the big one that everyone keeps saying when they send me the predictions about Atleti is, but they need to sort out the defence. They don't seem to have sorted out the defence. Is that fair? Not the centre of defence. Yeah. They've signed Nahuel Molina. Yeah, right. He's a Argentine right, right back. back for yeah. 18 million. They needed a right back since Trippier's departure. Yeah. But it doesn't tidy up the, the centre of defence unless you're going to go back to a back four. So when you were playing, just writing them down. Savic, Jimenez, first choice two. Then yeah. you've got so Felipe two, and Hermoso. Yeah, so they've so got two. Four, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so two of which are good enough. Is that fair? Yes, yeah. yes. So then, um, I've forgotten his name, the left back that signed at the end of last season, halfway through. <laughs> yes. It was good. Yes, hang on. I, I, I have as well. Nine. <laughs> Rinaldo. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, sorry, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up playing in the, the left, yeah. left of the three as well. Yeah, yeah. And he was good. Yeah. In a two. So, in terms of if, if you're playing a back three, you do need more than need if you've got a back four where you only playing the two centre backs. So I think the big question for me is what system are they going to use? What is going to be their style of play? Who's going to play up front? They would be the big question marks. In terms of quality of squad, a lot of people predicted them to win it last season, and I didn't disagree with that. But there was an attitude and a, a problem with the playing style. The attitude stemmed from the fact they got themselves up to win the league, but they couldn't go again in to retain mm. it. Now, that, that, that's an issue that other clubs have as well. It's that motivation, that drive. You give everything. A few weeks later, you're starting again. But their style of play was one where they conceded far too many goals. Then we bemoaned the fact they didn't have the quality in defence. Savage and Jimenez missed games. Felipe and Hermoso didn't play their best. Um, the, the systems were changing constantly throughout the game, not just from game to game, throughout the game. I commentated on games, I watched games, and I'm thinking, are they playing a three? Are they playing a four? It was quite a complicated change by Simeone where he did want them to be fluent in terms of the three and the four at the back, which led sometimes to you thinking, well, where's Carrasco playing? Is he playing left back? Is he playing... Where's Hermoso playing? Is he left back, left sided centre back, or is he left wing back? In and out of possession, it changed. Now, I think that Simeone tried to evolve the team to be more attractive to watch attackingly, attacking wise. And 
it cost it cost them. He admitted that towards the end of the season. Mm. He accepted all the blame for a disappointing campaign. He said, I know what I've done wrong and I will change next season. So I I don't know if it's gonna be a four four two or four three three. I would be surprised if it's a three at the back again. So I expect a back four, and then from then on, I would hope that we see, not everybody hopes, that we see a defensively stronger Atletico Madrid, but they've got the quality in midfield. Saul is back, Morata is back, they've signed that Silvitzel as well, which is a decent signing. They have the quality in terms of attacking players, and there was always an issue last season, I think, where no one really got a run of form, apart from Correa, probably. Mm. A couple of times during the season, a good run of form. No one else hit top form consistently. And I think that was because they weren't playing on a regular basis with the same player. It was always a different yeah, but partnership. Isn't, that's that's so, a problem again, isn't it? They've got too many still. Haven't they gone back to that problem? Yeah. And I, I, I think they've, well, they've got Shell Felix, Cunha, Morata, um, Correa. Correa, yeah. So there's five. Griezmann, Morata, Shell Felix can drift about, can't they? Morata and Cunha will be the front, the, the, the focal point of the attack. So, yeah, I mean, if uh, we, we saw, keep saying it every season, glimpses of Shell Felix's ability, can Simeone get the best out of him on a regular basis? Because he could still, we still, I still believe he could be a superstar. But yeah. it's, we're still asking that question is he the right fit for a Simeone and Atletico? So they need to somehow resolve those issues, the style of play, the motivation from last season not being a great campaign, and then you know they sort out the, the starting eleven. Because when they've been their, at their best, Atletico, pretty much most of us could pick their strongest team yeah. that we know Simeone will go to for big games. But that hasn't that certainly wasn't the case last season. So that makes them a, a, a they're in the debate of they've got the quality, but are we sure what we're going to get from Atletico? So the safer prediction is Real Madrid, where we know yeah. exactly where they're going, exactly what they're going to be doing. Um, so I understand why most of the predictions are for Real Madrid. There isn't any reason not to think it's going to be Real Madrid. They haven't given us a reason, have they, Real Madrid, to think they're not going to be as strong, other than the one I said that they're go-to players. Particularly Benzema's fitness is the one, isn't it, with Real Madrid? Because yeah. I think... They've, they've now strengthened the midfield, haven't they, with good young players. They've done yes. what we what what we all wanted, I think, haven't they? You know, sign great you know, plan. Yeah, midfield yeah. players, the two yeah. young wide players as well. Yeah, Vinicius and Rodrigo. The plan is is it's just is, a, is, is it's going just, really well. If Benzema does a hamstring, yeah, where are they going to score enough goals? That's that's with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Literally, I would say the question for Real Madrid, isn't it, this season? I think and also, we have to mention, they, 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 Luka Jovic went. Yeah, yeah, he's gone to Fiorentina, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a free, uh, yeah. 50, 60 million. Then three years ago, everybody, everyone in mm. Europe wanted him. But by not playing, he 
form deteriorate? How's his value deteriorated as much as that? But it does go to show Real Madrid cut their losses, move him on. I'm sure there's some deals in place for if, if you know, as future sales and club make money, they get some of their money back and stuff like that. But so, yeah, yeah Mariano and, Diaz uh, is another one linked to a move. Yeah. So Hazard uh, appears to be the second choice. Hazard's interesting, isn't it? Stronger. Because... Is it, are we finally going to see Hazard in La Liga? I, yeah. <clears throat> I was disappointed last night he didn't get on, I have to be yeah. honest. Mm. Um, disappointed in Ancelotti, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I think it, with the attitude that Hazard has shown, we've seen reports, seen pictures, working hard during the break, make, on his own, away from the club, making sure he's in peak fitness, the attitude he's shown, celebrating with teammates after the Champions League, celebrating last night, seems to be a good player, good player, uh, Good person, a good professional. Could have left the club. I'm sure there would have been takers at the right with the right deal. But he has said that he wants to stay and he has a point to prove. I felt it, then the manager needs to encourage that a little bit. Yeah. So I was disappointed with five subs. A 2 new up, Benzema could have come off. Hazel could have gone on 10, 15 minutes. Just to give him that encouragement that, yeah, because Ancelotti says all the right things and then <laughs> doesn't put him on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and you're thinking, well, there will become a time where Hazard will go. Uh, so it just as it's going to work. I've yeah. done everything I can. I've had the surgery. I'm back fit. I'm working hard. Showing a good attitude, and you know, I'm celebrating with my teammates on the pitch after they've won another trophy. And I've not played a part. I I do need some hope. And if you're putting five subs in and you're not, he's not one of them. Let's yeah. see how the season goes, but there's a different thing between actually saying the right things and doing the right thing. So if he's got no plan for us, I'll tell him, let me yeah. make that clear. <laughs> so one of the, the teams that has got a variety in where they're going to finish in the predictions we've had so far, Severe, uh, mm. probably make this the last one that we sort of do in, in this level of detail. detail. But, um, where do we? Where do you stand? So they've sold. They've put a lot of money in in terms of the the centre packs that they sold, but they're still having trouble registering players. Apparently, aren't they? So I'm not quite sure what's yeah. what's the issue there. They brought in Marçal, who is a Brazilian centre back. Uh, Alex Teles on loan. Yeah. Uh, Isco would be yeah. tremendous to see Isco playing regularly. Um, where where hopefully yeah yeah well let's see yeah yeah because it's not obvious how he fits in. Um, to Lopetegui is it? it was basically a lot of people when they passed a comment when they stuck a comment on the end of their predictions basically are losing faith in Lopetegui uh, you were you know you were sort of ahead of the curve on that when you know in terms of being frustrated with him oh where where does Sevilla stand coming into this season oh a million miles away from where they have been in the right. past two or three years probably a consequence of keeping those players there's 70 million in profit they'd spend all that 70 million on instead of the two players they sold five or six and then out of that five or six two or three of them might go on to be mm. profitable yeah. as profitable as Kunde and Carlos Marcel is just the, the first the one centre-back so we're going to be looking at the players that played their last season Good Delio has been playing centre-back they were 6-0 against Arsenal 4-0 wasn't it at half-time in a pre-season friendly lost against Leicester I, I'm concerned and, and actually I have some sympathy here for Lopetegui and I, I've been a critic of him hmm. um, but uh, Monchi has gone out on a limb he knows that Lopetegui is under, under pressure 
and it would quite be, I think, it might have been a popular choice to have sacked him in yeah. the summer, at yeah. the end of the season. But he decided, he, no, he made it clear Lopetegui is his man. Well, then they've got to back him. They can't allow this to happen. Were you selling off your best players? And I thought they could have got more for both of those centre backs as well than what they did. I think 70 million for the pair. I don't think is the value, to be honest. I thought they should have got more for the two players we're talking about. But then you've got to back them. And you can't say to the, the, the supporters, no, I'm, you know, Lopetegui is staying and then strip him of his best players and don't replace them. And that might mean then that if they do start off poorly at the beginning of the season, then Lopetegui gets a sack. Then I would have some sympathy for him. Yeah. Um, my criticism has been Sevilla's squad has been the strongest in it's ever been because they didn't sell off players. They kept players and they went for it and they failed. And I think they come up short from where they should have been. Didn't capitalise on Barcelona's demise, Atletico's demise last year. So, but now I've turned that if they don't bring in new players, they have to. But as you said, there is a, the salaries of the players they've got, it's a, it's a strong squad. Salary-wise, it's an expensive squad. Isco's come in, they've already got Papu Gomez, who's very similar. You could say there's other players, Lamella, Oliver Torres, Suso, and all that kind of you know player that floats around behind the strikers, either wide or just in the, the number 10 position. I'm sure there's others as well. And it, it's going to be... So at the moment, we're, we're talking about these four in detail, the top four from the last two seasons. I... Looking at Sevilla now, I'm not so sure they're going to be top four again this season. So, who is going to have a crack at that Champions League place then? So, there's Villarreal, Betis, yeah. Real Sociedad, yes. Athletic. Is that yeah. have I named all of the candidates for fourth there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would go. It's hard. It's hard to tell. Villarreal would be the obvious choice, but I think they need to do some work in the transfer market a couple I'm of youngsters to, come in so, yeah I'm yeah. looking forward to yeah, Pepe Reina but I actually when I saw that I thought that can't be Pepe so, Reina it's someone called Pepe Reina yeah the yeah. Spanish <laughs> goalkeeper that was World Cup in 2010 was on the bench for like 12 years yeah it is Pepe Reina so he's, I thought they needed to address the goalkeeping position I don't think well let's see it might be Pepe Reina that starts LBO in front of him 30-something-year-old and all of the midfield players are in their 30s. They've signed Kiko for many who's 31 and Morales who's 34. Looking forward to seeing Morales in a team that's going to win more games than they lose. Um, such an interesting and exciting player to watch. So it's a fantastic move for him. Um, they sold more Gomez for 1.5 million euros to Osasuna, which is an incredible signing for Osasuna. Yeah. He's 28 years old. I, I can't get my head around that. Where the, why? It, I mean, Osasuna, fair play. I'm not criticising him for going to Osasuna, but the, I don't get the price. The price, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you not just sell him to a Premier League club for for? What would you? What would? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ten minimum. They don't buy players for less than ten, do they? Because they're mm. they're, they're too cheap. Must be something wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, he's a Premier League player, isn't he? Mike Gomez, undoubtedly. Two-footed, technically really good, works hard, intelligent player. All the attributes you need. Um, uh, yeah, 1.5 million at the age of 28. I just don't get And I imagine his wages are the, the, 
compare with the, the transfer fee. So the wages would be no, his level of wages won't be a problem for a Premier League. And the average wage would be probably double, triple that he's earning on Sasuna. So that's the yeah. difference that we're talking about in terms of the market between transfers between Spanish clubs and going to the Premier League. Um, no, VRL need to do some work. I think they're trying, aren't they, with um, name slipped me. The one that was a bet. I don't know why it slipped me. Spurs player. Oh, Foy? No, well, there's loads. Oh, Lo Celso. Sorry, yeah. Lo Celso. Yeah, 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 Lo Celso. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's loads of former Spurs do, players. Do a deal for Lo Celso. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, but they, they need to, to do some work. But I bear their mind, they're not in Champions League this year. So that was the issue, I think, last season. I think VRL would be my favourites at the moment to, to finish top four. Uh, so then, Bet what do you mean of Real? So Betis. Again, haven't done an awful lot, have they? A um, couple of players coming in. William Jose is signed on now, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Luis Enrique, who's a Brazilian forward. Uh, Luis Felipe, who is Brazilian, but an Italy uh, international centre-back. Yeah, and a free transfer. Yeah. Centre-back was, I yeah. thought, one area where they could yeah. tighten up. So well, it'd be interesting to see how Luis Felipe does. So Real Sociedad, uh, Bryce Mendez mm. has gone for 14. Well, that's quite a big transfer between Spanish clubs, isn't it? For, yeah. Huge, um, yeah, absolute steal, right? Yeah, an absolute steal. I think he's such a good player. You say yeah. 14 million euros, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's current Spanish international. That tells you, doesn't it, that this yeah. is a this is one of the bigger transfers. It's chicken yeah. feed when you look at the Premier League yeah, clubs. Yeah. yeah, didn't Chelsea buy 20 an eight, 18 year old from Villa for 20 million yeah. last week? Yeah, he's barely yeah. played. Bryce Mendes. He's a current international, in my opinion, a really good player. <clears throat> I could compare Bryce Mendes with Jack Grealish. I don't think that's being... Right, yeah. Right. I don't think there's a lot of difference. Between it was 100 million, yeah, 100 million exactly. pounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Similar, similar age, maybe. Similar, I don't know, caps and stuff. Would Jack Grealish be playing and getting loads of caps for Spain? <laughs> I'm not so sure. The, the players they have, and I think Bryce Mendes is that's a fantastic signing from Real Sociedad. Good player for Celta Vigo, big loss for them. Um, but that just goes to sum up the the, the money that's sloshing around is probably the wrong word, trickling around between the transfers between the Spanish clubs who's, who seem to have been hit. Situation, most definitely more so in the Premier League teams. Yeah, uh, they've also signed a guy, Mohamed Ali Cho, which, who's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Uh, he was at Everton. He brought up in England, um, which is interesting, isn't it? But he's a France under twenty-one, so we'll, we'll, I mean, I, I've never seen him play. Some money as well, yeah, yeah. ten million, eighteen-year-old. Yeah. And and uh, Kubo's gone there as well, hasn't he? So yes. So right, another couple, Terry. We'll give quick. So lots of people like the work that Hatafe have done. Mm. Um, which which is interesting, isn't it? When you're talking about, uh, in fact, I could share this with the uh, the Patreons. Um, My role, haven't we? Is I think good good yeah. value as well. Big yeah. money signing, but good value. And I know clubs in England have always liked My role because of his previous record with the national teams. Yeah, different age groups. He's always been tipped as the Real, oh the Real Madrid centre forward. My role, yeah, he's good. But, and no, you know, he's ended up going for ten million euros, wasn't it, to Hatafe? Yes. But that's I think I, yeah. I think that's good value for a, a promising. I say promising. He's, he's not a youngster anymore. He's a young player, 
But if he can get settled down and stay at a club rather than being out on loan and such like, then he's uh, he, he could be real value for money. So Luis, uh, Luis Mia, good player, isn't yep, he? Uh, Granada, good player, yeah. Five million here, according to this. Yeah. Uh, Angeleri on a free from River Plate. Again, we'll see. Oh, and then uh, Domingos Duarte, 0.8 yeah. million. I know, exactly. It, it, it possibly will be going to the World Cup with Portugal. He's in the squad. He's a current international. And a couple of years ago, I was getting phone calls from clubs. Do you know about him? Yes. I've seen every game he's played for Granada, blah, blah, blah. Number of Premier League clubs. They're talking 10, 15, 20 million. This is when Granada were good and when they were good, when they qualify for Europe, they're in a decent run in Europe, and now he's gone for it. I think it's a million euros, right? But I think so, twenty-five percent yeah. of that goes to the club they they bought him from, right? Okay, so yeah. that might be the zero point eight is what, yeah, received because they had to pay. I can't remember the clubs, Portuguese clubs. They got a percentage of the sell on. At one stage, he was 15, 20 million, barely five minutes ago. Yeah. So again, that's a great signing from and then Porto's point of view. Porto Porto. Well on loan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good bit of business, isn't it? Um, Very good. Who now? Interesting. So Al Maria have done some interesting bit. They spent a lot of money on this kid uh, Kaiki, who uh, is good on computer games. Uh, again, I've never for seven million for Santos. He is, plays computer games, or he's good on people's computer games. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's good on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. He might be good at themselves, but yeah. yeah, basically, football manager think he's good. So yeah. Uh, so, but it's an interesting sign, and, and Pacheco is a good. Now that's a sensible signing, isn't it? Pacheco on a free. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Good solid Again. goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Silicon's gone on a one to back to Holland. From Valencia for nine hundred thousand, I think. Um, it, it, yeah, it's just Matty Ryan has gone for next to nothing somewhere yeah. as well. Yeah, Senho went on a free. Valladolid, yeah, didn't it? yeah, gone back. Yeah, all all good goalkeepers that could could yeah. have been a really good backup to other clubs. Um, chosen to get regular first choice football, but Pacheco is a excellent signing for them. Um, now, one or two others, I'm just going to throw a couple out here. Espanol, people's ver- people have got really various, between 9th and 19th, the predictions for Espanol, which is a, a massive range. I'll tell you what that is. The, the 19th is based on the players. Ninth right. is based on the fact Diego Martinez is the... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Manager. Right, yeah. Hmm. Um, I probably would lean towards the 19th. Right, honest, okay. Even with okay. Diego Martinez as manager. Yeah. You still, okay. still need the players to play with. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a difficult season, I think, for Espanyol. There was a player, uh, Paul Lozano, that's come back on loan and did well at Girona last season. He looked really good. He might be. Melendo is another one, and a free transfer to Granada. Oscar Melendo is one of these young ones we talk about on a regular basis in on La Liga. He comes on, he's bright, he's 22, 23, 24 now, and you, you, you're talking about a potentially really good player that hasn't 
ever established himself as a regular, he's gone on a free. Mm. It, it, that just doesn't make sense. So I think Espanyol could be a tough season, but they've got a chance because they have a, a super manager, a super coach. But yeah, I think it's going to be a tough season for them. Yeah. Um, so Hitafe we've talked about. Girona are up. So more Man City youngster. Well, young El Herrera, we know, is a good player. A joke Always... that he'd end up back there on loan. Yeah, yeah. He's, right. Again, you would have thought he'd be one who would have established himself because that's that's not an established move, is it? Just knocking around on loan still. No. Uh, some years after he first emerged, isn't it? But it's his second spell with Girona and he had a spell at Huesca in yeah. between. So I think Girona went down, he stayed in La Liga with Huesca. He's, he's had two spells with Girona last season, Espanyol. Didn't really impress that much at Espanyol. So it is tough for a player mm. to be keep changing clubs every year. Yeah. To get the best out of your career. I always feel that's what Mayoral, we talked about Mayoral earlier, would benefit from being belonging to the club that he's now playing for and hoping it's going to be for a longer period and settling down. Yeah. Um, but some players go through their career where they just go out on loan and stay out on loan and quite I'm not sure they're happy to do it, but they possibly probably don't have a choice to be honest. Um, Mallorca, lots of people have got Mallorca going down. I think they've got Mariki in. It says I've got 7.7 million, so I don't know, that's 8 million euros, I guess. Um, didn't actually didn't score that many goals at the end of last season. He looks a massive threat, doesn't he? Because he's a big, yeah, big, solid, skillful presence, isn't he? I think it's a steal at that price, though. You're looking yeah. at strikers. Yeah. Always cost more, more more than the other players in the team. Yeah, and, and you don't get much nowadays. But I think for that price, I think that's really good value. Another uh, Ruben Pena on a free Osasuna. I've got from Villarreal. There's such there's such value to be had around the place, isn't yeah. there? Pablo yeah. Maffeo is another one. Yeah, at Mallorca, they've converted that three million. He's yeah. a he's a that's a really good signing. Three million as well. Yeah, Matt Ryan's gone to Copenhagen for half a million. Right, yeah. so this got us now as I'm just slowly trawling through them. Uh, Valencia. <sighs> so, right, Guinness is gone. Surprisingly, uh, gone to Wolves, obviously. Uh, the, the Portugal Portugal B, as, as they are known. Um, if he, he might, you know, if he, if he needs to do one of his specials in the first few weeks and then people will love him, uh, get it. otherwise he's, he's a frustrating presence, isn't he? But then... Wolves are full of that, um, aren't they? So, so the, what, what do we make of the business that Valencia have done? Not a lot. New manager, Castillejo is back. They signed Hugo Duro, paid four million for him, uh, continuing a, th- a theme of, of you know, low transfer fees. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, what do you think? It's going to be a tough season for them, that's for, for sure. We don't know how, what the climate is going to be like between Gattuso and the, the club and the supporters. This is the Valencia of five years ago where we're looking at, you know, star names playing for them, challenging for the Champions League spots. It's slowly deteriorated. Um, and I I thought Baudelas was going in the right direction with that squad of players. I don't think there was much more he could have done. Runners up, Copa del Rey, improved on their league position from the season before. Big change to go with Gattuso. I, I don't know whether he had promises of what the players they were going to be bringing in, but Duro was already there. So they've re-signed, they've just converted their loan into a sell. 
and Castillejo, I must admit, I mean, keeping a particularly close eye on his performances, but a decent player when he's at VRL. But they're going to need more than that. She sure played that much last Mam- season. Mamadashvili has gone. Yeah, he's he, yeah, yeah. outstanding goalkeeper. Yeah, he's gone back yeah. on loan. Other clubs are looking at him. Alderetti has gone. Um, he's got his loan deal was finished as well. Eva Costa, his loan deal was finished as well. So but I expect Valencia to do be busy with loan deals. We're talking to Spurs about Brian Hill again, um, coming back on loan to Valencia. So I expect Valencia to be busy in terms of getting loans. Nico Gonzalez, I think, is on the verge of a loan deal, right. which yeah, would be good yeah. for everyone. Yeah. That, I think. You know, he could spend another year where he's on the fringes of the Barcelona team, coming on the sub, playing games here and there. But I think in Valencia, a year being a, a probably a first-choice player, then that will make everybody's mind up at Barcelona with Nico Gonzalez, with Valencia to see how good he is. And I think he, he will also improve. So I expect Valencia to get, I hope, get busy between now and the end of the window in terms of loan signings. And that's, that's how it works. Some of, the, some of these clubs in all leagues they're waiting, you know, for the, the the best deal they can possibly get, the best loan player they can possibly get. And yet the club who's got the loan player wants to sell the player and get the best deal they can get. Then it comes to the last week or so and it's, well, we haven't got the offers we wanted. Let's loan him. Let's do this. Let's do that. And that's, I think that's what Valencia are going to be doing right at the end of the, the transfer window. I hope. I hope it's, it's more than what we've seen so yes. far. Guedes, Guedes is a loss. I think he's a super player. Not sure where his best position is. He was used up front, wasn't he, a lot of the time last season. Not sure he's a back-to-goal, centre-forward player. But, you know, he's capable of spectacular goals. And I think he'll be, be a miss to Valencia. I can't I believe Guy is still there. Yeah. I can't believe Carlos Soler is still mm. there. I, I, it, I want them to stay at Valencia, but I want Valencia to build on those two young players. Yeah, yeah. And then at yeah. the same time, I'm looking at it and thinking, why are you still there? Yeah, if you're yeah. Geyer and Soler, you know why are you still you both are capable of playing for the best clubs in Europe, and yet they're 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 gonna table in La Liga. persevere with yeah. Valencia, hoping that things get better. Yeah, yes, yeah. I keep wanting Valencia to do well, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not convinced again. So right, last question. So reminder to everybody: uh, join us on Patreon.com/slash/ltel, please. And get us your predictions in. So uh, at Twitter at Driscoll FC, I'll, I'll, I'll compile them. And then what I'll do maybe next. I think we'll probably have to do Tuesday, Terry, because there's a lot of games on Monday. Three, three yeah, games. Three Monday, or Monday. Monday. So we'll have, yeah. to have a look at doing Tuesday, won't we? Um, yeah. uh, including Atleti, I think. Don't they play Monday? Yeah, I'm on. In fact, I'm we'll have a look at Monday on La Liga oh, team. Right. Okay. Oh, from, excellent. From home via Skype. Right. Okay. Excellent. That's my ninety-day Brexit rule. Oh, I, 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 you, you know, you, you, this is like Barcelona, isn't it? That yeah, this yeah, can't yeah. register you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it doesn't. Yeah. So it's 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 your physical presence in the country. So you can do. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right, I've got we? some work to do on it to have a look to. Yeah. Work out exactly, but between us, we've come to the understanding that I'm close or past it. Or... Isn't it ninety out of hundred and eighty? I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think it is. Yeah. I think because of Brexit and then COVID, me not being there and then going, and, and we didn't, no one really kept an eye on it last season. Um, the amount of days I was there. So. Yeah. 
You know, you know, you know what, uh, Terry, Brexit is going to cut down on red tape. Uh, I, I, seem to, I seem to remember being promised that, but there we are. Uh, uh, right, so when you look at the league table now, uh, do you see anyone lo- leaving their band of teams? That's, that's sort of what, what I'm looking at. So I, I would no. say you've got sort of a, a champions group, a, mm-hmm. a, a European group, which would be Real Sociedad, Betis, Villarreal, etc. Athletic. Yeah, a yep. solid mid-table group. Osasuna, Celta Vigo, etc., and then probably a relegation group, which is probably seven or eight teams that mm-hmm. could feasibly go down. No one jumps out at you that they're going to. I think Hetafe were in the relegation group. I wouldn't be surprised to see them in the mid-table group. Would be. No, I agree with say. that. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. We don't. They're always hard to predict the performances of the newly promoted yeah. teams as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to grips with that a month or so in. But we, I think it's fair to assume they're going to be first and foremost looking to avoid relegation, which yeah. is the norm for any club, any team that gets promoted in any of the Euro, top European leagues. Yeah. So, no, it is going to be hard to and, see and a, a breakout. Rio are, realistically, they're in the avoid relegation. Relegation, group, yes, yeah. I would yeah. say so. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep, and, and Espanyol. They yeah. would be in that group as well, I think. Right, yeah. So it's, yeah, no, I can't see anyone. I hope someone does a Granada from a few years back and gets into the Europe. I hope someone does what Rowe did in the first half of last season and can continue that. Cadiz, we saw an improvement under Sergio when he took over, made some decent signings. They might break out from the relegation group into the mid-table group. Um, I hope so. I think yeah. they're a good addition to La Liga particularly after when the crowds were back in the stadium. So, yeah, I think we, we're fair to assume that the top seven or eight aren't going to change too much, just the positions will. Mm. Um, yeah. But then from then down, there's still some good, solid teams, like you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Well, what we've learned about La Liga is that there are no, <laughs> I'm going to say, it, there are no easy games. Um, the, there, are, there are no, we haven't had a, a mug team in La Liga for a while, have we? There hasn't been a team that you've thought, oh, they're just wasting. <laughs> I get quite like Norwich last season yeah. in the Premier League, for example. I was it's just wasting everybody's time. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, you don't see that, do you? So, I mean, on, on the downside is um, Granada was probably the last one I'm thinking about. That was quite a while ago. When well, they had the, the ridiculous season, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. And there was um, another team at the same time. I think there was a couple that season yeah. that just were. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. It has been a while since we've had. Teams that are just that haven't on, shown any on the downside. Value. The the overall goals per game, I think, is I, I would draw a direct line to that. I think they've yeah. become good, hard to. I think they've become hard to beat. All the teams yeah. at the bottom end of La Liga. There's no there's no stupid mug team who you think oh well, they're just you're going to blow them aside six 0 yeah. I just don't. There hasn't been that team. Um, but what we haven't had is many teams. There aren't swashbuckling teams, are there? Coming through, other yeah. than you know, when Barca, when the Barca and Real Madrid are really good, they are. But other than that, we haven't really had that, have we? So that would be interesting. I would like to see uh, credit to the Premier League. They've had a real clamp down on ball in play time. Yep. You know, yes. yeah, yeah, actually hurrying people to put throw ins and, and all of that and free kicks and all of that. That would be uh, interesting for the season. So, what, what else are we looking out for then? So we're looking, looking to see if we've got a title race. Mm-hmm. We're we're looking to see how the new signings at Barcelona 
integrate themselves for the season. Exactly. Seeing how Real Madrid, they, the older players cope with another year in, yeah. in terms of their progression. Um, I'm not talking about suddenly losing their legs, but picking up knocks, picking up injuries, maybe missing more games than they have done in the past. Um, Atletico would start a play. You know, we're mm. looking at Valencia. What we're going to see from Valencia as the season goes on. Una Emery with Villarreal, Pellegrini at Betis. I, I just think there's there's a lot to look forward to. Severe big question mark on the squad at the moment. The newly promoted teams, Ronaldo back in La Liga with Valladolid, mm. made some decent signings as well. You know, I think they 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 were good in La Liga last time. Almeria got a bit of money to spend. Um, been a while since we've seen them in the top division. And and Girona, I think what I saw from them in the playoffs last season looked look promising. So Stuani back in, mm-hmm. scores goals for fun still. Um, yeah. So I, I think there's plenty to look forward to. Yeah. old oh, to to. The League of Old Strikers and income Robert Lewandowski, who... Um, yeah. Actually, we, we, you know, we, we'll have a proper chat about it. Lewandowski has been one of the great strikers in of, of oh, football. Hasn't totally. He? Yeah. Yes. And it's his arrival. It's almost been lost around the chaos of the Barcelona's scenario. yeah finances. Yes. But the fact that Lewandowski is coming, he said, actually, Lewandowski is coming. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, you know, he's yeah. Like I say, he's he's one of the great players. And here he is, right? And we'll be watching him. So enjoy your football, everybody. This weekend all kicks off. Uh, Friday night, in fact, let me tell you the fix. Osasuna Sevilla is the Friday night game. And then Celta versus Espanyol, Valladolid against Villarreal, and Barca against Rayo Vallecano on Saturday. Three on Sunday, Cris against Real Sociedad, Valencia, Girona, Almeria, Real Madrid, and Monday, Athletic, Mallorca, Getafe, Atleti, and Real Betis against Elche. So they are the games this weekend. We'll be back to have a look at how those have gone. And we'll be back with more uh, Patreon stuff as well and more podcasts very soon. We'll see you for that. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.